You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At least it wasn't forty-four billion. <laughs> Man. How's it going? How's it? End? <laughs> it was just a prank, bro. Go bust, go bust. Okay. <laughs> I you didn't have an X three billion dollars in one year. You didn't have an exit strategy. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's so, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's freaking Twitter is virtually unusable. The only like old. Hey, you got to stop dead naming it. It's X now. I'm sorry. X is You're so dead un- naming X. X is so unusable. I don't think that's usable from old media left is Reddit. It's the only thing that's left now. Books. <laughs> but they're a holes. So they're probably- <laughs> it's one of the things left that works. Oh, <sighs> they at least link out to things <laughs> without it being complete. And Reddit had its issues last yeah. months ago. So yeah, yeah. that's they're trying to sell. Yep. Oh yeah, Christy. It is Monday. Hi, yep. Christy. Happy Monday. Christy. Any. Anyways, hello the last, everybody. The last two Mondays weren't Mondays. <laughs> oh, you know those are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. We weren't Mondays. Then we had the holiday. I was roller skating last Monday. So the, but, those were Sunday two electric boogaloo's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra Sundays. Anyways, hello everybody. Welcome to an exciting new episode of Low Key on the We Live Change Network. I am your host. Harry, a.k.a. The Moving Target. And uh, we're back here on uh, a real Monday. This is a real Monday. Because the last Monday it was roller skating. The other Monday, you know, we didn't really have anything to go. So we didn't go. Blame me. It's all my fault. Blame me. When it's really Ryan Hill's fault, but you can always blame me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's always my fault. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting episode. Uh, This episode was completely planned of uh, Vincent and Reinhold's idea. I have nothing to do with it. I actually have no idea what the hell we're talking about. I know. First, (laughs) something I don't know about, right? So this would be curious about this. I don't know if I'll care about it at the end of this hour, but I will know a whole bunch about it, and so will you. So... Please join us, and uh, it should be fun. Anyways, 
So as you guys know, I know come so those other voices you guys are hearing, especially those people who are listening to an audio podcast, not video. You can't see the other vo- the floating heads, but we've got we're joined here by Reinhold. Reinhold, go ahead and say hi. Hello, everyone. And this, yeah, today we're going to be talking about something very that that Harry doesn't know a lot about, and it's going to be the inner workings of the national the Democratic Socialist Party. And we're going to get into deep into wait. Well, that's the wrong meeting, isn't it? Yeah, we're talking about viewers, the other thing. Okay. Live viewers yeah, just dropped in half right now. I hope that joke was <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. No, I, I do apologize. I'm getting over a flu. Um, so my my mind is not exactly in 100% form tonight. So, yeah. No, we're going to be talking about something uh, entirely different than that. Well, yeah. yeah the other voice we have. Over I'll, let, I'll let Vincent talk about the, the <laughs> Watson wares. Yeah, Vincent. Vincent, go ahead and say hi. Hey, yeah. So we're gonna talk about stuff that Harry doesn't understand. So the we're gonna talk about the intricacies between slice of life and what makes a dip. That that's not this meeting either, right? No. Damn it. No. Is it? Is, is whole, it this, had whole, uh, had I thought we were talking. I thought we were talking about which um about the uh, was the uh, now I'm having a brain. Can we, Mark, by the way. can we so can we talk was, about how Marvel thing? would do better on Disney Plus if they actually hired slice of right writers from like <laughs> Japan and actually did? I thought we were going to get into some life content, you know. I thought we were going to get into some Watchtower stuff. No, <laughs> no. See, see, I have this whole thing written up about how like school life and office life are so completely different genres, and God, I'm just say that for later. Then I guess, yeah, but, much later. <laughs> Yeah, it's one episode with Harry's. He's like, I have nothing. Just here. <laughs> here's a, here's an episode. Go. <laughs> Tell me the I'm about Moe leads tonight. <laughs> Charles Fleischer's Moe leads. That's what we're going to talk about. Uh, the rule of 27. That's what makes string theory possible. See, okay. see. That's an, we've you already, say we've already that, lost but you every know that single for, listener. For sure, Harry would be like, so when are we doing this episode? <laughs> I love string theory. Let's do this. I I am actually very um how can I put it very lay on string theory. It's not a concentration of mine. Uh, well, I find it very interesting. I always find myself that it makes me have to learn. I have to learn other things to actually fully grasp it. So that's why I'm at on string theory. Well, one thing you should do is check out the TED Talk Charles Fleischer TED mm-hmm. Talk about moleds M O L E E D S. Can I watch this YouTube video and become an expert? You'll become an expert on Molies. <laughs> <laughs> you know one aspect of it. Nice, thanks, right? I appreciate it. <laughs> make things very possible is what I'm saying. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I'll finally, I'll grasp if, the base. I'll grasp the basement. If anybody doesn't know who Charles Fleischer is, he's a uh, an actor, um, voice actor, comedian, etc. So. He did a really good tech talk. It's it's a theory he's been he's been doing in his stand up since late mid seventies, I think. <laughs> he's is one of my favorites. He's hilarious. He's the voice of Roger Rabbit, if you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's probably the thing he's most known for. So so when do we make the miniature black holes let us travel through time? And and do we need an IBM computer to make to do it or not? Okay. So, right. what right. That's what opening <laughs> the eyes for, right? Open the eyes to help us get there. I hope you guys are happy with your I jokes am. I am. and your off-topic humor. I hope you get hope it made you guys very happy. I am. 
And, I was, uh, I was able to make a Steinsgate reference just out of nowhere. I know. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> and uh, we don't have any old IBM, just old Tandys. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, Gotta make do. Gotta make do. I don't think Tandy has their proprietary code on it either. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But <laughs> I heard. So, I heard Musk was rebuilding Castle Wolfenstein. <laughs> gonna build it in X code. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> no. no the, the Unreal X engine. Oh, God. No, real life. He's gonna do a real life castle. Oh, is that what he's gonna do? Is that what he's gonna do? Move to Argentina, build a castle there. Anyways, no. Yep. <laughs> it's a double reference there. Oh God, killing it, killing it with this. Oh, uh, now this is game. this is infectious. Stop, stop. Please introduce this. Introduce okay, just, okay. So, so there is. I want to talk about the the situation that happened with the escapist about two three weeks ago. So the escapist is a used to be like a magazine, but it became more of a online gaming media. A company that did, you know, reviews and all that fun stuff. And their most popular video <laughs> is the Zero Punctuation series done by a guy named Yahtzee, who basically mm. has has a opinion on things, and he knows mm. what he likes and how he likes it. And he's been doing this for fifteen years. I remember, I was watching. Videos. I was watching Zero Punctuation, the very first episode. That was mm-hmm. I was in day one with that guy. He's hilarious, mm-hmm. and he has very, very fast talking, quick humor, mm-hmm. and that's like the the whole concept of him reviewing these games. And he has solid opinions, and his opinions are very are well are very well defined throughout mm-hmm. all of his videos. And you have an understanding of who he is. But they also have a bunch of other things, like they have cold takes on their on their YouTube channel and all this other stuff. And the escapist uh, laid off a bunch of people at random, and one of the people was the editor in chief, Nick. Um, his exact full name because his his last name is long. Calandra, Nick Calandra. Okay. They let him go with a bunch of other uh, people that they were terminating. Uh, when they let him go, the entire video staff of The Escapist quit. Oh, not just not just not just Yahtzee and Zero Punctuation. Every single member of the video staff, from intern to on-air staff to to behind the scenes, all of them quit. Oh, <laughs> because they fired Nick. Yeah. And they ended up like Yahtzee ended up making an announcement that he was leaving he resigned from the escapist and was insisted in own zero punctuation. He was walking away from zero punctuation. Mm-hmm. And their entire video team is now Nolan Boyd. And they went and made their own YouTube channel called Second Wind, mm-hmm. where they're basically going to take all their old shows, rename them and put them on their own channel. All right. So let me get this straight. I'm just to follow you. I want to make sure I follow one story correctly. Zero punctuation, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comes in on a Monday. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, finds out he gets the rest of the week off. 
No, so like the the, the editor in chief above zero punctuation. Yeah, above him. Yeah, yeah. He finds in. out that he's taking a whole extra week. Up. He's going to get all these weeks off. He's going to get all of January, <laughs> December, January off. You oh. be off, off. Just take it all off. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and somehow word gets around, <laughs> and uh, they all decided to just get up and like we out, we bounce, we bounce. Yep. They all, all of them. I did hear, I did, I did listen to an interview with Nick and Ben Mm -hmm. about what happened. And basically Nick was saying that the new, the new people came in and bought zero punctuation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, They were talking about buying zero punctuation themselves, Mm -hmm. but they didn't get the chance because they ended up selling to this other company before it was even made available that they were looking to sell. It just happened on them, right? So they got this new company came in and bought them, and it was like nine months ago or six months ago or something like that. And Mm -hmm. he went through and explained to them, you know, this is how we're going to make money. We're going to do this. We're going to do that, et cetera, et cetera. And by his metrics, by Nick's metrics, they had doubled their support, the supporter uh, revenue. Mm -hmm. Like they, you know, they were building a community of supporters Mm -hmm. that were going to, that were, fully engaged in what they were doing and their, their discord was really active. They had a lot of support and they were building on that. The company was mad because they weren't increasing their ad revenue fast enough. Uh, apparently and he's like, that's not how we're going to build it. We're going to build it this way. And they said, you know, they kept going back and forth apparently. And he kind of knew that the writing was on the wall when he started getting, you know, they were ha- going to have meetings and then those meetings got canceled. And then he says, when he gets, they they did a uh, so you do a month a weekly podcast, mm-hmm. Nick and and Ben do so they were doing that podcast and the Slack message came across saying hey come and you meet with me and this HR representative at which point he knew what was up because he's oh, like yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not good news when you get that Mm-mm. no and so they decided to let him go mm-hmm. at which point Ben's like yeah let's just Ben was Ben was. Uh, him and, and the other the couple of the other guys that were working for him in the video department had such a good repertoire and had worked together so well and they liked each other so much they didn't want to do this again with anybody else they just said this is what we want to do we're mm-hmm. going to go do our own thing now and instead of ben could have tried to to buy the ip mm-hmm. for zero punctuation and he chose not to because he said he didn't want to deal with it right he said at this right. point let's just move on do our own thing i don't he said you can't copyright the the style that he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, they can't, that can't be part of the IP. It can't be the style or the art direct, all that stuff, just the naming. So they changed the coloring scheme. Mm-hmm. They changed the name. Everything else is going to be the same. And they're just going to move on and do their, do what they were doing before and take all those support that they had built because they built the support from the actual viewers. Mm-hmm. They're going to take that with them. Right. Yeah. You because, know, you know, the people who were supporting him were supporting them. They weren't supporting zero punctuation. Right. So, so the the official thing that they, that was said is that uh, Nick didn't meet uh, the company's goals set by the the parent company of that bought the Escapist, and that's why okay. they let him go. And Nick as, was they were they were not very well defined, and they were always changing. And mm-hmm. he would try to explain to them that that's not the way to do it, and they just didn't. It, it was just a clash. They. They wanted it. They wanted a quick turnover buck. Mm-hmm. Nick and Ben wanted to build something. So right. So uh, as of 
the the uh, as of November the eighth, not a single member that was working on the video staff is a part of the escapists anymore. They all left, and they went to Second Wind, which has been in existence for like not even a month mm-hmm. since that happened, and they already have three. 350k subscribers with well, didn't, didn't 23 second videos. Win, didn't Second Wind used to be Ben's like blog? I think that's how they add the name of the of the probably, but like the YouTube channel, like they're literally their first video was right, right. the new zero punctuation, yeah, which is called if you, if you go out, if you got look at yeah, if you go look at the website when it first happened, it was literally just Ben's blog about stuff that he was working on and coding stuff that he was doing and hadn't been updated in years. Right. Right. So and as yes, of right yeah. now, as of right now, their Patreon has 16k members with six sixty K a month in funding on Patreon right now. From what they've already had from the month they've been fully active. Mm. Reminds me, I need to get over there and get switched over too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been a busy week for me. I'm sorry. Right. Sorry. But sorry. yeah, they, they basically changed the name from zero punctuation to the fully ramblematic and even kept the extra punctuations that he was doing and changed it to semi ramblematic because they needed a different name. So it's just right. be SR and <laughs> going forward. <clears throat> But yeah, they they carried over all of their shows just under different names. And yep. I think they, they did change the intro music just a little mm-hmm. bit. They had to. They had to change just a, just a little bit. Yeah, it's the same style, like but man, changed. that's that's such ingrained in my mind in my brain. That's mm-hmm. that noise, that intro sound. So it's gonna be hard to get used to something a little bit different, but it still sounded pretty good. So and, and the other big ridiculous part about it was because after all this happened, Zero Punk, uh, the Escapist, posted a Zero Punctuation video. Ooh, how'd that do? Uh, th- let's just say when it came out, the comments were immediately turned off. Oh, that's a smart move. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I don't have the, I don't have the the like to dislike ratio uh, uh, attachment to yeah, my. They don't well, they don't give you dislikes anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's against TOS, so we wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that, so I don't know. Yeah, we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to get good with uh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they uh they dropped a the zero punctuation of Spider-Man 2 and the the <laughs> the comments were turned off because they knew they knew they were gonna get fucking flayed for posting this. <laughs> they were gonna get destroyed for doing this. <laughs> But it shows like the Washington. It's yeah. like the Washington Post YouTube channel when they do something like uh, they're covering the new speaker votes or whatever. They always mm-hmm. disable their comments because they know it's going to be a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just like, we're not even going to turn them on. Watch the, the Washington Post, <laughs> the Jeff Bezos newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> just remember, everyone's mad. But- if you're going to be mad at Elon Musk for buying X, also be mad at um, Jeff Bezos for owning Washington, you know, the Washington Post. Right. So, yeah, the Washington Post isn't putting a bunch of Nazi stuff out there, so it's a little different. <laughs> so, 
Jeff Bezos is trying to rule the world, okay? Well, well, <laughs> no, no, no. Sincere. Jeff Bezos that's is really the world. That is true. 51% <laughs> attack, baby. He's not trying. Uh, LexCorp <laughs> is fine, Harry. You leave LexCorp right. alone. That is true. I got my LexCorp. <laughs> <laughs> when you get your Lex phone, you're mm. not going to be upset, <laughs> now, are you? Hey, at least it's not Facebook running everything because uh, <laughs> me and Facebook have a little bit of a tiff right on right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! Can we have you on there? We forget the toast with uh, having rifle. <laughs> Sorry, right, right. <laughs> we gotta go. You gotta go. Sorry, kick you out. <laughs> but but th- this happened, and something else that that did happen that was that's very emblematic of the power that a person in leadership who actually knows what they're doing and how people respect them. Mm-hmm can change how, how a whole company runs. So right. OpenAI, who are the people who made ChatGPT. Oh, are we jumping already? Or? Well, I mean, because they connect together Okay. okay. in the end. So OpenAI, which created ChatGPT, uh, on uh, last week, last week, they mm-hmm. fired their CEO <laughs> be, because uh, John Altman, because the board that was running open AI uh, said that he wasn't meeting their, their, their vision of the company. So they fired him. And okay. he, he left and he was like, all right, I mean, they want me out, so I'm leaving. So he left the company mm-hmm. and uh, the president, mm-hmm. <laughs> Greg Brockman, also stepped down from the company because he wasn't there anymore. And then Microsoft uh, said, cool, we want to hire both of you to run our AI department because you guys obviously know what you're doing. <laughs> and then <laughs> the fo- they, they fired him on a Friday. The mm-hmm. following Wednesday, he was reinstated as CEO of OpenAI <laughs> through because the board got massive pushback from the employees and the investors who uh, were there because of his vision and what he was doing and how mm-hmm. he was running the company. So they had to re they reinstated him. And now the board's a different board. now. It wasn't one member of the board said like on a Monday or Sunday or Monday, he said that if I, if I didn't know that this was going to be what was going to happen, I would never voted for it. You know, there there was people who were saying this is this is not what we expected. This is not what right. we wanted, etc. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So. <laughs> exactly. But so they, I don't think they, they did. They ever really give a reason why they did it, they, they other than just some they, nebulous PR nonsense. Yeah, that he didn't meet with their expectations. Like yeah, their visions weren't yes. the same, so they wanted to let him go. So right. well, that's that's obvious Vision. bullshit. Wow, well, I'm wondering same. what really. What the real thing was is that <laughs> you know what's going on there. So, uh, the, the, this is exactly what I said: a uh, a deliberate, a deliberative review process by the board, which concluded that he was not consistently candid in his communication with the board, hindering their their ability to ex- to exercise its responsibilities. So he lied to him about some stuff. Or he's like, well, he didn't tell them exactly what he was doing when he was doing it. So was he making a was he making a backdoor play with Microsoft to do some integration in there that they didn't know about or something like that? I mean, that's that nothing like something. that has said anything about that. Or public, and yeah. 
you know, or there's no public statements about it. But the fact that as soon as he was let go, Microsoft was like, hey, we want you. Come join us now. Mm-hmm. And then OpenAI was like, no, no, don't you do mean, that. Go- you mean Google? <laughs> yeah, Google was like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and Microsoft did say as soon as they was reinstated that that was the best move for OpenAI, and he was glad that mm-hmm. it happened because but they have a partnership with them, mm-hmm. obviously. So that's because right. ChatGBT is now in um, Edge, and um, what's the search engine that they have? Um, it's called Bing. 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 Yeah, <laughs> Bing. So I know that's all built in now, mm-hmm. right? And um, it's, I'll tell you right now. Being still oh trying. no! It, it's worse than that. It's worse than that because now it's now it, basically open chat GPT open AI is the new Clippy inside of the new Office products. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen this is coming. Yeah, saw that. But yeah, now they're doing all of that stuff. So that's going to be a fun time. I know it makes me really want to go and just buy Office twenty one. <laughs> so I don't have to deal with it in my thing. Like Office ninety seven. Yeah, just buy. You know. No, get, no, office, you, get Office 97 and you get um you get your Clippy and your Einstein and all the other so, guys. You mean, honestly, LibreOffice is Microsoft. Now. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, I was like, it's, it's not to say the code. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> but while Microsoft and OpenAI are working together, basically the more than 700 of the 770 employees signed an open letter saying that uh, the board needs to leave and reinstate Altman because uh, if they don't, they'll quit and go join them at Microsoft. Google. <laughs> you mean Google? Join them at Google. Is it Microsoft? It was Microsoft. Google. It was Microsoft. Microsoft was going to hire him directly to work oh, for their AI. Had, they had it already yeah. done. Yeah, it was done to you. Yeah, it was. Mm. He was. Him and Brockman were had already were basically signed on the dotted line. For, for them to join Microsoft as soon as OpenAI dropped them. And then OpenAI was just like, oh, all of our employees are going to quit and go to Microsoft? Oh. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and get him get these two important guys who are company back in here so we, because the uh, employees like them a lot. I heard it as we were so close of uh, actually making Edge and being good. We were <laughs> close, just so close. So close. Oh, still using, they're still using the, the oh, they still have the partnership and OpenAI is still being used for all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they were just like, how, we're going to throw that away. We're just going to throw, throw that away. What? We're going to throw it away. What? Start over. <laughs> you just tell ChatGPT to build a new one. What? Yeah, screw it. It'll be better. Trust yeah, it'd be funny. <laughs> ChatGPT version of Bing is just better. <laughs> I'll say you, you do know the third version of anything Microsoft does is usually the killer. So. Yeah, yeah, we just gotta the market that. killer. Look at yeah. Office Internet Explorer, Word, Excel, all that stuff. Yep, third yeah. iteration done. I know, I know. That's that's why like uh, Eleven has so many trash bugs in it. I'm just like, ah, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> so bad, so bad. I have no problems at all with Eleven, but I, you know, teach their. I have at work have so many different app, little internal and other applications that are just for some reason do not like eleven. It hates it, hates it. <laughs> some, some badly written code. Okay, I get probably, that. probably is, probably is. Not gonna lie. Um, well, it's uh, like remember all the web pages that quit that were specifically written to handle Internet Explorer, and then Internet Explorer went 
well, we're going to follow standards now. And they went to follow standards and now all the pages quit working. <laughs> Everybody had to fix all their stuff. Oh, it was hilarious. Don't work anymore. But well, that's, uh, how, that's what they did with phones too. They tried to, well, we're going to do this new thing with phones and not be backward compatible. Oops. You just broke everything. And now nobody likes you. Right. The one thing that people go to Microsoft for is backwards compatibility. You know, you know, I, I need to run this application. that was made in 1992. So, you can. I didn't <laughs> run it. It's it's gonna be a little bit more complicated than the layman can do, but don't care. I need to run. You can do it. Needed to run. Perfectly honest, you know, like uh, I don't know, no, no, for a fact, but I really do feel that uh, you know, like someone probably put Windows 11 on Voyager, just sent it over there. They <laughs> 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 sent, sent the update. The <laughs> You gotta sign your Microsoft account. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna take some photos of some planets? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you I do have a problem with one of my Microsoft. Roughly. Yeah, I do have one of a problem with one of my Microsoft accounts. I gotta call Microsoft about now. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It created it created a business, um, Azure brand of of my account instead of the actual Microsoft account because of something I logged into which threw everything off. Now I can't log into my mail unless I specify it's a it's a student, you know, it's a, a personal account. And because mm-hmm. you have to choose between the two, but some other applications don't give you the choice. It just assumes that you're using one that's for the Azure side and then they I gotta I gotta get that fixed. But it's just an annoying little peeve of mine. That's fine. I can I can delete it and take it over, but it's just like, do I really <laughs> want to go through this process? It's just pain in the rear. But the the reason I bring that up uh, as in collaboration with the the escapist stuff mm-hmm. is it shows that the loyalty isn't to the company. It's never to the company. It's to people. Right. The escapist basically said hey this is a guy who you guys all know and love and trust and have been working with for years that you've invested your time money effort and your livelihood into we're just gonna get rid of him and you guys have to deal with it and then instead of dealing with it you said no and they all left (laughs) when they they all left and did something new with following where he was it so he needs to make sure that dear leader listens to this and realizes there are certain people in the organization that he can't get rid of, <laughs> or but he will get up and, and revolt. <laughs> it, and in the open AI case, is it shows that like they were like, hey, we're gonna get rid of this guy. We don't like him. He doesn't fit where what we want him. He's like he's not doing what we want him to do. He's not communicating the way we want him to. And then he leaves. He immediately gets another is about to get another job and their entire company goes, that guy knows what he's doing. Why are you guys getting rid of him? We're working for him. We joined this company for him. And if he's not here, we have no reason to be here. Well, it's part so of the problem with to boards, too, because you, you, get, you get boards of an associate of a company and the people who are who are usually nominated to the boards of companies aren't necessarily people who are involved in the company very much. There's there's often people who are sit on multiple boards, like 10 right. 11 boards and they go to the board meetings, they read these notes, blah, blah, blah. So they can get talked into things that they don't necessarily know anything about. Hey, this guy's being a problem. Hey, this is a blocker. This is why we're having an issue. It's because of the CEO. Okay. Well, just get rid of the CEO. They don't, they don't realize that they're getting played. 
sometimes. And you have to be careful with that as a board member because you can end up doing more harm than good to the company if you're not paying attention to the, you know, the inner workings. And most boards will just, you know, are we making money? Are we on track to do things? If that looks good, then just let it go, you know, but right. sometimes, sometimes board members can get played in, in those politics. Yeah. I, I think it's also just also speaks to, to me personally, like what I see a lot of it is uh, I like to see people's not having that misplaced loyalty to companies where, cause most companies, majority of them out there, 99.9% of them will fire you on a Monday, find your replacement by Wednesday. Um, yes. It's going to be expensive for them to replace you, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I get that, but they have no issue about, They've done the calculations. They'll just replace you. They'll make the money back and then we'll replace you. You're like an injured person. And I see so many people have sometimes this misplaced loyalty uh, family track with, with a company where they'll be with them for years with, you know, like, and believe it. Well, they care about me. Like, did you see how they got rid of the last four people? Did you know how they got rid of them? Did they just get disappear in the end of the night and you show up at next meeting and they're gone? Well, they'll black bag you too. Or did they take care of him? Did it was heard like, hey, this person was, you know, got to take a victory lap and say goodbye to everybody, you know? You know? And part of it too is who's who's in charge and running the things because I can give you a perfect example of a company I used to work for mm-hmm. that was a place where people would retire from. People would go to this company and they would work for 30 years and retire mm-hmm. all the time. It was hard to get into the company because of this. This company mm-hmm. was constantly just keeping its employees and good to go. The uh, in, in on the IT staff side of things, right? And then the IT director decided to retire, mm-hmm. as is you know his right to do. And uh, mm-hmm. as you do. He got, they brought in a guy to replace him, mm-hmm. who was literally a maniac. The only way I could describe him is this: I, I would describe him as Musk. Oof. <laughs> when when I think of how Musk is running things, I see the parallels between what this guy was doing. He came in and he wanted to uh, just shake things up and do things and make everybody lean and young and everything vibrant, which meant all the older people who were there getting ready to retire, they all got whacked. Mm. He, he, he did a 10% reduction in force and chose all of the people getting ready to retire oh to be God. part of that 10%. Oh, my God. He screwed over so many people who were just like, I needed three years and mm-hmm. I'd have hit my numbers. I would have been ready to retire. And now I'm screwed. They were, these guys were crying. Uh, these older guys. And if it happened yeah. now to me, I'd be feel the same way. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So same way. he wanted me to fire a guy that was working for me because the guy was overweight. Hmm. He kept, he kept talking about cutting the fat. And the guy was like 400 pounds, but still, I mean, the guy, he, he just kept, he did had a problem with the guy because of his weight. And he was, well, he's slow. I'm like, yeah, he's thoughtful when he does things. He's one that holds us back from doing something crazy. He makes us question whether or not it's the right thing to do. That's why he's good on the team. And he wanted, he wanted me, he, he wanted me to fire him because he promoted me, he wanted me to fire him. I told him no. So then he hired somebody else to be in between me and him and told him to fire him. He said no. Then he ended up firing him mm. on his own as part of a, a another, you know, he let like four people go. And that was one of them that he included. Right. And then when my team was at, we were standing there in front of him one day 
and somebody from my team was saying, you know, it'd be, it would be a lot easier to get these projects done if we didn't get rid of this other guy. And he dead looked at me and said, well, I just did what they recommended, you know, take it up with them. Daring me to say something. This is the, the insanity that this guy brought into this company. Everybody could not, you know, nobody could stand working for him. Me. And it was me and another guy who were like the, the main people, like the, there was one guy who was like the biggest, the big coder that was doing all the work on the coding side and getting things done. And I was on the networking and IT side, getting things done, mm-hmm. supporting everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, he ended up quitting about two weeks before I did. Oof. And my boss was telling me that there was a, they had a bet going, which one of us would go first. He quit because he was getting told that, he, that they were going to have to build this new application that they were having to do for Y2K. Mm-hmm. Um, with a bunch of guys from Croatia that worked that he knew. He said, these, these are guys from Croatia. They know what they're doing. They're good coders. They can come in. They'll help us out. And the guy says, okay, do they know VB? Cause we're writing this app in VB. He says, no, they're Java coders, but they can figure it out. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. Okay, no, I was it. on this call and, the, and basically the guy said, yeah, I quit and hung up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> They'll pick it up, man. And I was like, okay. And then within the end of the day, he had a job working for a consultant that we were using and we were working with locally. Mm-hmm. He had a job with them that day. And then he got mad. He's like, oh no, he, he quit because he had a deal in place beforehand and he's using this excuse. <laughs> like, no, that's not what happened, dude. You are so oblivious to what you're doing to this company. I left. I found out a lot of stuff after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> to where they the board ended up asking him to take management training courses. Like he's, the, he's he's technically the CIO of the company. Yeah, they had him all of his because he was getting such negative reviews. Everybody left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why they were leaving was him. That they were having um him have all of his meetings in a special room at the headquarters. Mm-hmm. That had two way mirror was being recorded, so that he could replay. He could play back his meetings and show him what he did wrong. <laughs> he finally got mad and quit. <laughs> they didn't even fire him. It's the worst part. Oh god, he didn't even fire him. He kept he bragging about this island he bought in the Mediterranean. I mean, this is this guy was insane, and it just it, once you get in there, it's just really hard to kind of divert that. Right. So this is the exact opposite of what we're talking about, where you have a guy who in in Bolden's mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. loyalty, this mm-hmm. guy was chasing all the talent out of the company. Right. Yeah. And it took yeah. him forever to get rid of him. Right. And that just shows like the the, the what, what I mean is that like people earn loyalty. Mm-hmm. Right. The, that guy came in and just said, oh, all this loyalty that was earned by the previous guy, which I could easily come in and inherit Just, yep. because that that's who that person was. I said, nah, I'm good. Throw it all in the trash. <laughs> it's so, that, that previous manager earned the loyalty from all the people that were there. So every time I see something about must, this is exactly the type of brain thinking that I imagine is going on in his head. This is, how I picture it would be working for him. I've already lived through that <laughs> and I do not want to go anywhere near it. And it's, he's going to run that stuff. It's not going to be good. Oh yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. It like, like personally, when I was managing, right. Cause I managed mm-hmm. Taco Bell, you know, 
for over for like two years is it's night and day to see what people how people act when you show them that you care enough that what they're doing and that you actually want to be there to help them out. Mm-hmm. I knew managers that were there that would sit around and let everybody else do all the hard work and just sit there and watch them do it. Oof. So on their shifts, nothing got done mm-hmm. when it's my shifts. And I have these night people who love coming to work to work with me, even if it's terrible and we have three employees and the drive through is to the street from both directions. And we're the only place open after a country concert to the point where I told somebody in the drive through it was going to be an hour w- wait. They left. It came back and said, the steak and shake across the street says so it's going to be an hour and a half. So we came here instead. That's fine. <laughs> and the employees I had there kept working for me. They were they they were like, yeah, as long as you're on the shift, I don't care. Yeah, like they eventually found better jobs. Some of them didn't. Some of them moved up in management inside the company because <laughs> they were young and they wanted to do that. But it's crazy to to see how much how much that little changes work. Where if you're willing to step onto the line and make the food with the people, or hey, show them that you're not above doing the fucking dishes like everybody else, or you're willing to help them what they're doing, creates a lot of loyalty and a lot of respect that people don't seem to understand sometimes. Well, there's no adage in management where you never ask anybody to do something you wouldn't do yourself. Right. Or, you know, so that's, you know, being able to step up and do what you need to do to get things done. That's important to be able to convey to your employees that you're not just, you know, sitting there telling them to do things that are completely out of, you know, out of bounds on what you would normally expect out of somebody in that job. Yeah. Right. And that's how you get people to, to help you when you need it. You know, there have been plenty of times there was literally a shift where I had an employee come in and just, work because like well i i don't i have enough hours on my schedule to help and i'm already here yeah i'll clock in no worries i got you yeah yeah it's well they, they know you're gonna take care of them too for yeah. doing that you're gonna give yeah. him a little bit extra something something to help them to say thanks for free that. meals and whatever mm-hmm. would, would you would you what you gotta do i splits. mean we call them splits i mean there was a a point where it was like Oh, for the once you close on this Thanksgiving, everything needs to be out of all the cabinets. I don't care what happens to them. So <laughs> I sent somebody home with a trash bag full of cooked tortilla chips. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> well, we used to get like branded branded shirts and jackets mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. I mean, there was always these special deals, special things that you would get. Gift cards. I'd get I'd had bosses, I'd get gift cards, you know, like fifty dollars for whatever, you know, this company or that company and I still have like $30 for Uber Eats because I can't get Uber Eats out here where I live. But I still have the card, you know, I mean, <laughs> stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, thanks. And most people would really appreciate this. <laughs> it doesn't help me much, but um, no, but that's the companies I work for now. They do that a lot. So it's a lot of, a lot of perks for that because they, they appreciate the work you're doing, the time you put in and you're more likely, like I'm more likely to do anything. I can't risk company and stay at the company and not look for another job because of the way they treated me from the difficulties that, my life was presented in the last decade. So yeah. um, when my wife got sick, they were just like, take care of it. Come back when, when you can, you know, just don't even worry about it. We'll take care of everything else on your end. Right. And right. that's, they said, that's a more, that's more important than anything. Take care of your family. 
Right. Like the last job I had the before they shut down uh, the, the division here, uh, the managers, basically, they they wanted to make sure that they kept the employees happy, keep them there, keep them going. Mm-hmm. And as they slowly downsized before the inevitable closure, there were there were so many days where they were like these people need to keep getting their paychecks. So you guys come into work. I don't care how much product you put out. Just come into work <laughs> and mm-hmm. look busy if you need if somebody comes in. Mm-hmm. And whatever I spent at least three months sitting in that job, getting paid <laughs> to to go in at seven o'clock, get sent home at noon, get paid for the whole day, and sit at my desk and read manga on my phone. And nobody said anything to me because that's because they wanted to make sure they were breeding that sense of you guys have been here all the time you guys work your butts off you guys consistently put do what we ask you to do when we need you to do it even before that before all that happened mm-hmm. you know there was points where it was a slow period and we ran out of product to to send out to what it needed to be they, so they would give us the day off paid or they're like you guys come in for a couple hours do what you can and then we'll send you home paid because it's important that you guys keep getting work keep you you guys keep showing up and keeping us afloat by you guys putting stuff out i got a perfect example and they don't want you out doing things and getting another job or thinking about that too right yeah a real real good example is i left um the job that was talking about with that guy and i ended up leaving before he know before he left so it was i was under a lot of stress at that time because i was in management i was working 60 hours a week killing myself because I was trying to cover for the guys because I didn't want them having to deal with all of it. So I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do tech work as well as manage at the same time just to keep some of the load off of them. Um, And I was burning myself out pretty bad. Right. Mm -hmm. And the culture was really bad to the point where I go work at this company I'm at now. um, And I was working there maybe two weeks and my wife had um, an emergency happen where she had to go to the hospital and she was bleeding internally. We had to get her in emergency and the hospital surgery and everything else. So I called and said, hey, I'm not going to be able to come in because I got this thing going on, right? They called back wanting to know what hospital she was at. Now, my previous employer would have called back to ask that so they could call and check to make sure that she was actually admitted, that I was actually you know, not giving them a line of bull crap, right? Within an hour, there were flowers sent to the hotel room or the hospital room for her. They didn't call and question it. They just said, he's obviously got his issue. He's telling us the truth. We trust him. They sent the flowers. And that's that's the difference right there is how you treat your employees when it matters. Mm-hmm. Right. So those things, those, those things get noticed by people when you're working someplace. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And those type of companies, those type of places, those are the places that you, you know, you, you put the 12 hours in, you go the extra mile, you actually go and help out people like that. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't long after that, that they had asked me, I had just come, I had been on the East coast doing some work for, for, for some, from clients. Mm -hmm. I had made it in. It was a Wednesday night. I got in back into town and I got a call like an hour after I landed from my boss saying, Hey, I hate to do this. We have a situation on, and we need to get you, we need to have this taken care of. We need you back on a plane to go to LA and be there by the morning. And I said, okay, because it was, that's because they had treated me so well. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Yeah. Whenever like, I needed cool. the time off, I was gone. So I'm like, you need it. Let's do it. Let's get it done. Right. That's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. And I ended up yeah. having a great time because it was LA and <laughs> right. the company was fun to work for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we ended up having a Real but fun time. That also trickles down from the fact that that was your boss who was willingly willing to reach out to you and support you and be there and not just go, well, screw you. A uh, great, a perfect example of the opposite is when I, at one point when I worked at that Taco Bell with one of the managers who was eventually fired, uh, uh, I had to have a surgery uh, because I had a cyst. Um, in a not awesome place uh, <laughs> and had to miss work. And I, when I get back into work, we have a manager meeting. He's like, oh, we would have visited you at the hospital, but we're too busy working your shifts. Thanks. Cool. No. That's awesome. <laughs> that's a that's an amazing thing to say to somebody when they get there. I know exactly. It's like, okay, I know exactly what you're about. I know exactly yeah. what this is on. Okay. All right. And <laughs> Even if he was trying to make it a joke, it was it it, no, no, not at all. Just the fact that she thought that was funny, right? But the fact that I I hardly ever actually worked with that manager, and the fact that I was getting paid an absurd amount of money to work at a Taco Bell, (laughs) especially like what eight years ago at this point. Yeah, (laughs) now it's just you know, well, yeah. So, but it's what it's. That exact like oh cool I don't I don't think he if he asked me to come in on my day off I'm not coming in on my day off. <laughs> There's literally a point where he called me he's like can you come in I'm like no I'm busy. <laughs> he's like you live down the street I'll get somebody to get like I'm busy click <laughs> like fuck off. <laughs> I'm back away. I'm just supposed to be here today. Yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the thing when the guy when I got guy calls me and says, "Hey, I know you just got the plane. We need you." I know he would never have called mm-hmm. if he didn't. If it wasn't that. like yeah. Yeah. they were in a dire strait, they were going to lose this customer. And trust me, that was a big customer. Yeah, I found out later it's a huge <laughs> customer. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I jumped on a plane and took off. So I mean, that was just yeah. the way it was. Then. So I yeah. can't do that now, but. <clears throat> Um, luckily, yeah. you don't have to very much. So, <laughs> there's younger guys that you know need to cut their teeth and well, do that. And it's Plus funny because we, we do have guys who would rather who would rather be on the road all the time, and there are guys like me who just can't do that. So we are able to adjust the work based off of you know we know this guy likes to travel. Let's get him on the ones that we need to travel on. And this guy is, you know, he has a home issue where he can't really leave. He has to take care of somebody all the time, so he's got to be there. So we'll have him do all these remote works. And that, that's how it was for a while until it got to the point where now everybody's pretty much remote. I mean, we don't do a lot of the sales guys travel a lot, but the engineers don't anymore for the most part. Yeah. Cause it's so much easier. It's so it's so much easier to get, I can get more work done with different clients mm-hmm. by doing two hours and two hour blocks with like four different clients a day, as opposed to travel a day, spend a day on a client and then travel a day back. You know, it's like, how much time am I wasting? And it got to where they weren't charging for travel time anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, just because customers were starting to push back on that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if I'm not getting, we're not getting travel time on that. I'm basically giving up 16 hours a week that we could be billing for mm-hmm. the customers. Yep. You know, it just makes more sense to do it this way for us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The other guy I wanted, like also brings up to me. He's uh, I know, to these two different 
you know, not always have the same situations, but also just the understanding that if you do create something, you create something magical and beautiful. Be careful what you do with it. You know, mm-hmm. if you go public, you get a board or you know, who you sell it to or to what you do with it. You know, you can end up losing control of your thing. And these type of people will control, you know, your the thing that you created. Um, I know like it's not the same for ChatGPT, you know, it's but it's mm-hmm. the but it's just showing you that if you created something and you do this, this these type of people will do this. And they will do it to the people that you have left behind once you, you know, cashed in and left. Um now, granted, I'm the, you know, I'm not going to knock anyone, you know, get the PS5 king and uh, hit the door. You know, I'm <laughs> not going to knock anyone, okay? <laughs> I mean, I get it. <laughs> Logic. It, it, it makes sense. <laughs> just saying right now, just you just be more respectful. I'm just saying if some company came and wanted the low-key license and wanted, you know, I, you know. Yeah, depending on the price tag of myself. Um, Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just, you know, just, these types of people, uh, and they also want different things. So like, so if you're trying to build something like with low key, something like that, like I would love to be able to build just more of a community like that than trying to make things money off ad revenue. That's not how I want it. You know, I, I, I like the idea of like the community around and building up something so you could be away from like this that ad driven revenue you know like so like only ads you ever see are like these are like you know these guys are either part of the community or i really respect their product you know they're not just you know the junky ones that i tease you guys with in the uh legions <laughs> yeah, show you guys the block of ads. Like, all right, this is the ones we're running this month. I don't care about any of them, but they they said money, um, <laughs> and that and it does suck because like they're just looking at spread. Uh, I think what Brian was talking about, they're just looking at spreadsheets and go like, hey, this line's not going up, or you know, you know, it's everything's being paid for something like that. But like, I want this line to go up because this line is, you know, how bonuses or other things are paid off and. And I think uh, another thing when you, well, especially if you have, I think like a lot of boards misunderstand a lot of the power that they have, especially at certain companies, uh, that if your company's selling air, you don't really own things. Like there's not <laughs> physical things, you know, like, like if, was, if you're making, let's say, um, Reinhold flakes and I've got the Reinhold could leave my factory, but I still have the machine that makes the Reinhold <laughs> flakes and the recipe. I own something, but if we make, you know, Reinhold OS, you know, it's not going to, you know, <laughs> leave and go make, um, I don't know. Is it more stable than Temple OS? Oh, yeah. You know? oh, yeah. Brian OS would be completely stable. <laughs> <laughs> no glowies involved. <laughs> Reinhold OS would be great. Dark mode only. Dark mode's on by default. It's all dark. <laughs> 18 tabs mandatory. <laughs> there would there would be no odd numbers except for five. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Harry was going to ask me about that the other day. He was wanting me to talk yeah. about that on the show. Yeah. Like the like, it kind of makes sense. Like I just think my my wife was crazy. I tried to explain it to her. She's like, "Oh, that makes sense because you've got this thing in the middle." I'm like, "The what?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was crazy about that, and I was listening. To, I was watching a a reaction to something, you know. And one of the people who were on there was they were talking about something. It's like, oh yeah, I have to have like the volume has to be on like e- even number or five. It can't be on a one three. 
seven or nine. And I was just like, exactly, exactly right. I don't understand why people have a problem with this. Wrong. It's zero or 50. It's zero or five. And that's it. When it comes to volume, it's it. Zero. It could be, it could be an even number. We allow even numbers. We don't allow odd numbers. I I don't know why that is. And I'm not the only one. That's what it gets me is like, okay, I've got some weird thing when I was growing up that, you know, I enjoyed nine. Traumatized me for for the rest of my life. <laughs> no, it was just it was just like somebody else had the exact same thing. I was like, oh, okay, so this isn't just me. It's a it's a thing. Yeah, I'm I used to think that was five. the same problem with with chewing noises. I couldn't stand people chewing noises, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I know where it stems from now. Can go into therapy. I kind of figured that out, but it's still a thing that I found out is actually a thing uh, with a name and everything that people have this problem. And it's like, oh, so it's not just me. I'm not completely crazy. I'm just in a group of other people who have the same issue, <laughs> right? It's like it, it kind of is. There's a little bit of comfort to that for some reason. Yeah, and it's not. It's not just my thing. Yeah, the set of tools that you use to go through the day are just like someone else's tools. You're not alone. Someone else has the same set of tools. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm not a unique snowflake. Let's put it that way. You are, but yeah, in your own special way. But yeah, not for yeah. those reasons, right? <laughs> You're just the unique combination of all the other bullshit put together. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. The other people might have the same tools, but they're in different orders. Yeah. You can tell that I I found a place I really liked working at because I've literally been this this week, this past week was my nineteenth year anniversary. Nice. Working for this company. Nice. Congratulations. 18 years. Excellent. Yeah. Yep. Next year will be my 20. Yeah. If you guys want to know, uh, Ryan Holt works for Electronic Arts. He's the guy who puts the mitral transactions in there. Uh, he's he's the man who's been running Madden the whole time. time. He's, been he's the one that's been Madden Madden the whole time. He's been coding Madden this entire time. <laughs> it's he took the <laughs> Kuwaiti he's programmers. <laughs> he's the one that codes Madden and then kills the games that the game companies that EA buys. Hello, <laughs> making me look bad by that game. Yeah. <laughs> Visceral, ah, oh, to get them out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> More okay. Madden. Uh, I've been with this company nineteen years. We have a we have a. Uh, Early access game that we put out 19 years ago. It's still in early access. Still in early access. <laughs> God damn. I can't wait to the 19 year early access game. It's called Seven Days to Die. No, it'll come out eventually. I mean, <laughs> oh, they're, they're saying they're saying it's going it's going uh, out of out of. Uh, out of early access here next year. I'm sure you, Steam's going to put a limit on there. Call it the you, seven days. Well, they're, they're in Alpha 20, 21 now. I think, I think there's going to be an Alpha 21 or Alpha 22, and then it's going to go. You can't tell me that League of Legends isn't in a constant state of alpha testing. Hey, in some games, should have just stayed in early access. Paladins. <laughs> It's basically it. It basically is. God, so buggy. I didn't believe that almost every free to play game is just early access at all times. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, manage people who are 
people gain loyalty through management, not the companies. And the people who are loyal to a company without there being any any particular person that they're loyal to uh, that treats them in a way that would that gains that loyalty, that's where that that cycle of people who work at Walmart for 20 years because I've been working at Walmart, so I should keep working at Walmart because Walmart respects me even though I get no sick time and uh, two days off a month <laughs> and make make just above minimum wage. But I've been working for 20, 20 years, so that's all that matters. In my, in my industry that I'm in, it's almost like a rule that you should leave your company you're working for every three to five years. Mm-hmm. Because that's how you get your pay raises. That's how you get your, you know, better jobs and things like that. Yeah. You get your promotions. And um, I just took a different route with it because even though I haven't got the promotions I may, may have wanted that some other guys that I, I came up with have all gotten. Uh, a lot of the guys I was starting, I started out with are now like my boss's boss type thing. Um, I had a different route because of family stuff. That I couldn't mm-hmm. do some of the things that they did to get to where they were at. I understand that the company's taking care of me. The company cares about what I do and what I am for the company. And they're like, you know, they're not trying to micromanage everything I do and say, why are you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Why ain't this getting done or whatever? They're just like, we know you'll take care of it. Just get it done and let's go. Yep. And as long as I have that kind of loyalty, I'm, I'll be there. But yeah, in IT, yeah, you're supposed to go to like, so that's what's really messing me up at my company because like, they like care about me. <laughs> and I'm, I've got the promotions because like the company's small. It's not going to grow that much, but like the, the pay raises are there. And I'm just like, wow, this is weird. Usually I, I was planning <laughs> <laughs> at something else, but I keep getting raises. Like, well, you're just getting gonna... raises and you have all this extra time to do yoga. <laughs> right. I'm like, I, Man, make you, makes it hard to want to leave. <laughs> want to leave, you know. I told him like I'll probably be here for three years because I assume no raises, nothing in three years. I'll just go to. And that's the thing else. too is when you finally find something that's that good, you take the chance on leaving to go into some place that's just a shit show. Oh yeah, yeah. Because why are they looking for somebody? Oh, because they had half their staff quit because they can't stand the people they're working for or the. The environment's horrible. You don't know until you get in there, right? Unless you know somebody that works there a long time and you can trust them. Right. So it's just tough. To make that change. That, that last job that, that shut down, the reason I can't, I didn't start looking for another job is like, cool, I'm going to ride this so the, the brakes fall off this. But this, so they, the checks keep cashing. <laughs> the checks keep cashing. So I have no reason to, to, I work a total of five hours of actual work a week. <laughs> The checks keep cash, and I have no reason not to do this. <laughs> that's, true. that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. My director's been there for like ten plus, about ten years, and you know, yeah, he keeps, yeah, they. So, you know, I don't know. I, I think I might stay too. Uh, I because they keep getting me like, well, what do you want to do? It was like, well, you'd be very interesting. You know, I would love to have the free time at work to work on my CISSP. Like, sure, that'll look good. Go ahead, do that. I'm like, cool. Cool. I'll study on the clock. I'll study on the clock. But anyways, um, yeah, before the episode gets too long in the truth, uh, let's start wrapping it up. Uh, let's start with uh, who wants to go first? Mm, Ronnie, you can go. I don't really have much to say at this point other than, you know, it. you find a company that 
if you're happy with the company you're working at, um, appreciate it. If you're not, look for the ones that do, because not all companies are horrible. Not all companies are terrible. Some actually do care about you and will treat you right, because that's just the way the culture is that that those places. So always do yourself the best. Take care of you. Yeah. Um, in that same vein, find something that when you find the right manager and the right person that's doing things that you're working with and working for, uh, it's, it's okay to, you know, if they leave and go somewhere else, you can follow them. If you believe in them that much, (laughs) it's like, it's not that like if they are crucial to what feels like you can succeed, then yeah, follow them. If (laughs) there are a lot of companies that are started because, Somebody just left a bunch of people left a one company to create a new company. And that new company took half the staff of the old company and made a brand new company Mm -hmm. and succeeded. So if you, if you have somebody that has earned your loyalty, it's okay to follow them instead of going, well, this comp, I joined the company, not the manager. You just follow the person that you, that has your actual loyalty. Just be careful because some places have non-competes and there are laws in place and it can be ugly, but yeah, if you don't have to worry about that stuff, go. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also try not to decide not to be if you don't have to. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you just, every time someone asks me, like, well, you got this not to people like, well, I'm going to need some more zeros in my check. <laughs> what? I'll keep it clause. I need an extra, extra bonus for that. Why? Wow, it's like, if I can't, I need some more money. <laughs> I was, I've been prepared to take that salary without the idea of doing it on compete. This is new. I need more money. Yeah. Why? Y'all could suck. (laughs) (laughs) You guys could be terrible. Y'all could be. Turn on the get a new get a new IT manager in, and that guy is just horrible. Yeah, that could happen. Right. You know. Anyways, you know, especially like with that IT stuff, like it's so general depending on the field. You know, like oh, what the hell am I supposed to go to? You know. But anyways, um, yeah. uh, Before this, if we go too long to tooth. I want to thank you all for listening to all those who've made it this far in the episode. You are a true fan, a true key holder of low key. And that I thank you uh, to the now close to 300 of you who listen to everyone. You download these episodes and listen to it. I want to thank you. I wish most of you guys would come and hang out with us on a Monday at 9 PM Eastern standard time. We'll be recording these live, hang out with us live, but. I, I enjoy that you guys download this week after week. Sorry that we missed the last two. Sorry about that. But hey, not going to record on like on holidays. We're going to go ahead and spend time with her. Uh, and I'm going to spend time with my daughter because uh, sometimes they just do PT, uh, PTO events on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. And I was roller skating last mo- Monday and it was a lot of fun. I hurt myself. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to demonstrate how to do like the um, backwards uh, bubble skating. And I realized like, wow, my. My, Man, I'm rusty. I have lost some leg strength in, <laughs> on a particular muscle for that. That is that muscle <laughs> does not get used a lot. Anyways, um, where was I saying? Like, so yeah, uh, please come hang out with us. Uh, because you can listen to anything else in the world, but you decided to listen to this, and that I thank you. So, you guys have a good week. Um, and uh, see you guys next week. Bye, bye, guys. <laughs>